0: We know some people are going to slowly come into this thing, so I want y'all to, you know, take time and just, you know, join us, listen to us. This is I'm Just a Fan podcast. Got my man Steve, got my man Brandon, and I'm Tristan. Um, just to make a, you know, quick story on this thing, so we're basically just a bunch of crazed football fanatics, love all things football. Uh, a lot of us have different experience, either being former players um, and also current coaches. Shout out to Brandon for that coaching. Um, and basically we decided to create a podcast here to just be able to talk about what's going on with the NFL, what's going on with college football, but more so the NFL right now. And oftentimes we look at these different, uh, these different shows on ESPN, Fox sports, NFL network, and we're listening to this to these analysts and we're listening to these, uh, uh, color commentators. And the thing about it is a lot of the stuff that they say stuff that we already probably talked about the day before. Well,
1: so, you know, yeah, a lot. You know, um a lot of people are box. You know, box score guys. Uh, we like watching the games, man. So we just want to give our give our thoughts. It's bigger than the box score, right. you know, more about matchups and, and things like that, man. So we uh we're just fans, you know, that just watch a lot of football. Maybe just, just watch a lot sports. of
0: football. Just a lot, watch a lot of football. So like, take take the advice where you will. Take the uh, the comments where you will. Uh, Feel free to talk to us and and make your comments. If you got an opinion, if y'all agree, if y'all don't agree, we'll definitely chime in about it. Um, And we're basically going to get right into it. This is the first show, so we're excited, man. We're glad to have all you guys uh, listening in. Uh, Definitely follow us on Instagram, um, Just a Fan Podcast. Um, Follow us here on Facebook. As you see, we're going to share it live on our personal feeds, but definitely like the page and subscribe um go on YouTube, subscribe to the page, uh just look just, you know, search I'm Just a Fan podcast. You'll see us pop up with our beautiful faces. Um we'll definitely have the show up on YouTube tomorrow and we'll definitely have the podcast up later in the week so y'all can take us on the go. We'll be on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts. Wherever you're listening to podcasts, we're going to be there every single week. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Let's get started with uh, one of the first things that we caught right before we got on the show, some breaking news. Uh, we're going to have Brandon chime in about that, man. Let us know what's going on in the NFL world, Brandon.
2: All right. So the Dallas Cowboys released linebacker Jalen Smith. Um, mm. Big surprise. After four weeks of um, football, I mean, four weeks into the football season. Mm-hmm. Basically, hmm. what this comes down to is one, there were five linebackers on the roster that was going to get some playing time at some point this year, whether it's first round pick Michael Parsons, Ke- Keanu Nell, who's a Dan Quinn favorite, moving from strong safety to linebacker, Jalen Smith and Layton Le- Le- Van Der Esch, who are holdovers from last year, hmm. Andrew Jabril Cox, who is a fourth round pick out of LSU. So that's one. Number two. Uh, for Jalen Smith, it is also if he got hurt this year, his contract his contract for twenty twenty two would have been guaranteed. Okay, what was that number? What was what what's that about? Uh, what are you talking about the injury? Uh, no, his guaranteed contract. Okay, so like I said, so if he suffers any kind of I guess any kind of injury this year, then the the contract for for this year of twenty twenty two is fully guaranteed no matter what. Okay.
1: About what, six million, seven million, something like
2: that? Yeah, something like that. I think like six point eight million dollars. Okay. Um, <sighs> that's two, and then three. I mean Parsons, Keanu, and they, and they saying that Jabril Cox is starting to get some more playing time. So, you um, the Cowboys tried trading him; no one wanted him, and he's he's gone. But the move <laughs> does not become official until 4 p.m. tomorrow. Okay, you know, um,
1: watching that game, and not just that game, he's been missing a lot of tackles recently. I don't know if if he's unhealthy, if he wasn't into it. And actually, last year, his effort was questioned a lot. Um, He missed a lot of tackles. I can think of some really key tackles against some teams last year that he was missing. I was like, man, you know, I know he was drafted um, early, sat out a year. He healed up. Um, He got that contract, but – I mean Dallas, they're getting they're getting younger on D. De- they're getting younger and better on defense, man.
2: Definitely, getting younger, agree better that. on defense,
1: man.
0: I agree with that. I think um, I think what we're looking at now. The, the first of all, first of all, <sighs> I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. Dan Quinn has been a godsend for you guys. I, I listen. You know, we were talking about it off air, uh, Steve. We were saying sometimes some people are better as coordinators than head coaches, and we're mm-hmm. honestly looking at someone that is fitting that bill right now. Dan Quinn. I mean, I don't think I. Re- I don't think I recall seeing a unit, whether it be offense, whether it be defense. Um, I don't think I've seen a unit that has. Um, done like a 180 as far as what they're doing and how they're maneuvering. I haven't seen that in a long time, and it's just kind of crazy how um, you know, you guys were like historically bad. I think I I think I can mm-hmm. safely say like mm-hmm. the Cowboys were historically bad. And mm-hmm. so to come from that and to be where you guys are now, um, you know, to be where the Cowboys are at now defensively is crazy because you get... One thing that we, that we looked at last season when it came to the Cowboys defense, my thing was because people used to be like, well, all the talent that's there, all the talent that's there. And, and I and I keep trying to tell people, like, when it comes to coaching, understand that it wasn't just for the simple fact that the talent was there, but it was such a, a weird concept of how to uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, do the defensive assignments. You have people thinking, and one thing – Playing defense, I used to play defense. One thing they used to tell you is that you want to be able to to be fast. Be mm-hmm. fast and react fast because that's all defense players are. All you're doing is, is trying to anticipate and react to whatever the offense is, is putting together. And mm-hmm. what was so what was what was killing everybody was the fact that you had to overthink on your assignment and oftentimes that got missed. And mm-hmm. with Dan mm-hmm. Quinn, Dan Quinn makes it simple but effective. Like what's your strength? What is your strength? What do you specifically do well? And by creating that, now you got these guys are just saying, I'm just going to go out there. I'm just going to play. There's no yeah. really complex schemes or anything. It's like this is, this is what it is, and you yeah. got to try and score
1: on us. And, and that's
0: and, how you're supposed
1: to do it. And, and Brandon Shine uh, Shine some light last season on how complicated the scheme was that Mike Nolan was was trying to run. It wasn't personnel – it was complicated, and the, and the main thing you want to do, as we all know, is confuse the quarterback. Week one against Tom Brady, he was confused. His timing was off on some plays. Now, granted, right. Dallas lost, you know, but you want the quarterback to be to be confused. Um, confused Justin Herbert some. Confused Sam Darnold to where, if you watch the game, the schemes that Dan Quinn was running, the list packages, things like that, he was confused and trying to get the ball out there, which is why he made the bad reads, you right. know, throwing interceptions, incomplete passes. Things like that. And when that happens, you get the offensive short field um to put up points. Now, granted, um, these happen against quarterbacks who aren't as seasoned, um, as others in the league, but uh it's been, it's been working for Dallas so far, you know.
0: And that and that's the and that's the thing. Like if Dallas if Dallas gonna do what they, you know, what they have to do in regards to um, you know, making it simple and making it calculated like that, we have to respect the fact that these guys, a lot of them were early round picks. These aren't slouches, mm-hmm. and they're young, mm-hmm. but they're early round picks. They're not slouches at all. So to have it set up like that, where you got a guy that's really just having these young guys learn and play fast, and you already know the offense is going to be what the offense is going to be. I'm just looking at it like this is this is a great this is a great opportunity for the Cowboys to really do something special. And I, and I, the move with Jalen, I have to also say this: the move with Jalen is really telling on how great Michael Parsons is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that you can play him in the... I mean, he's just as effective with his hands in the dirt as he is standing up. You got a guy that can cover. You got a guy that that is a thumper, a willing thumper. You got a guy that can can rush the passer. I mean, Mm -hmm. to have that kind of piece on that front end, I mean, it makes everybody's job easy. Definitely got to give a shout-out to uh, Trayvon Diggs. Um, at the mm-hmm. cornerback position, he he, mm-hmm. he is he is living up to the billing,
1: uh, becoming mm-hmm.
0: a shutdown corner
1: man. So, I tried to uh, tried to get the jersey for my birthday, but uh, it sold out because uh, he <laughs> you know he had he had a big game. So, uh, headed to my wife said you're not gonna you're not gonna find the jersey anywhere. And hey, sad, cause he had a great game, it sold out. <laughs> hey, hey, I <listen, laughs> get listen, a listen, instead.
0: I'm I'm still listen, I'm still gonna be a <laughs> hater, you know, as a fan, but I, I have to I have to you know come to grips with seeing what i'm seeing and then uh and and just i just got to we'll we'll get in we'll get into the we'll yeah, get into the other yeah. squad later man Yeah, you know,
1: i got some stuff so, to say about that i got So stuff to say uh, about that. <laughs> so so uh speaking about NFC uh NFC uh heavy hitters um yeah. Rams the Cards game Tristan what uh <laughs> what, what what do you take from that man cuz that that was kind of telling right there i thought the Rams were the the best thing in the NFC i said well maybe the Cards are
0: listen, hey, 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 listen, man, I thought, well, no, let me say this, let me say this, what I saw from the Cardinals, let me, let me speak more on the Cardinals before I speak on the Rams, Kyler Murray is not a gimmick, Cliff Kingsbury is not a gimmick, let me, let me just say that right now, let me make that very, very, very clear, because everybody looked at it like this was like an experiment basically. 2 years ago, you 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 know, you guys the, the Cardinals had uh had went all in. Got a brand new coach. Coach says, "I want that quarterback. That's who I want. I don't care about nobody else. I don't care about Josh Rosen. I don't care about none of that. I want who I want." And they went with it. Now, you don't really see people do this air raid offense and and, we, and like I said, we talked about it, you know, offline off again. We, we said these gimmicks that come in or these schemes that come in and they're so unique to the NFL, they don't last long. And I think what we're seeing now is the first year, Kyler Murray, King, Cliff Kingsbury, they're airing it out. They're doing all this stuff. Now we're looking at, we, we looked at the second year with them together. They had some struggles. Kyler Murray had some struggles. Cliff Kingsbury had some struggles. Now going into the third year, I think Cliff Kingsbury is finding a balance. I think he's finding yeah. a balance and understanding what what can work with Kyler Murray's skill set, what can't work with Calimary's skill. I mean, AJ Green looking
1: like looking like
0: prime AJ Green.
1: Listen, listen, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was questioning uh, Kingsbury early on. Listen, uh, of his coaching ability because we were in Texas Tech. I, I said, you guys know, I said, I said, man, if Pat Mahomes wasn't as successful. Cliff's not coaching in in uh, Arizona, exactly. but they call him the QB Whisper, right? So they do. He has Kyle, he has Kyler Murray playing at a certain level to where he's bringing in veterans like Watt wants to yeah. play there, AJ yeah. Green wants to play there, King and Drake wants to play there. Like he's bringing the veterans that believe they're they're buying into the, to the system and
0: JJ yeah, uh, Watt, yeah,
1: you um, know, and and
0: and, and, let, and let me also say let me also say this. Let me also say this. Um, and shout-outs to, wait, I want to shout-out some uh, people because this is the first shout-out, so let me let me break this real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, L. Holmes. Ellie Holmes or L. Holmes. I'm hoping oh, I'm yeah. talking uh-huh. name correctly. Uh-huh. I appreciate you. She, Lanice, she, told me yeah. not to, she told me not to be a hater, so I'm trying not to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout-outs to Baloo. Um, <laughs> Baloo is saying a uh, hidden development trait in Madden. <laughs> and he said, uh, he said that, <laughs> Steve, you said you didn't believe him. I'm gonna pop it up here. He said you didn't believe him when he said uh, Michael I Parsons was a beast. I didn't. Um, I didn't. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I, I, if anybody that watched a Penn State game knew Michael Parsons was, was an animal. But right, um, right, but, but right. going back to going back to the Cardinals, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's looking like a fun <laughs> team to watch over West. It's looking like yeah. a fun team um, now with the Rams. I think the Rams just kind of underestimated the Cardinals, and it's and it's fair to do that. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Cardinals has always been kind of like the little brother of. The NFC West. When you think about it, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle has has been to two Super Bowls in, in in the you know last decade. Forty uh, Nine ers has been to a Super Bowl. Uh, the L A Rams have been to a Super Bowl recently. The Arizona Cardinals really are the only team in that division that hasn't sniffed a Super Bowl. Yeah, Since the, did too. Since the yes, did too. Yes, you know so mm-hmm. since the since the Kurt Warner days. So, and actually, the
2: Car- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I the Cardinals was um, our little brother in our division for a long time too.
0: absolutely absolutely so you know it's it's easy to kind of over you know overlook them and the Mm -hmm. fact that they got the youngest QB well Trey Lance is starting now so now he's the youngest but at the time they had the youngest QB in the division as the starter but so I I think the Rams just kind of ran when I was watching the game it just seemed like they underestimated what that defense is Chandler Jones is an absolute animal Chandler Jones is going to be one of those um, players, when he retires, I'm saying this, he's going to be one of those players that after a few years, not first ballot, not second ballot even, but there's going to be a, a year that comes in and they're going to like, oh, Chandler Jones for the Hall of Fame. Hmm. And people are going to be like, what did he do? When you look at his numbers, mm-hmm. he's going to have those credentials by the time he's he's ready to hang it up. So... I think that I think the the Rams just ran into something. They had the big win versus Tampa Bay. It happens; they're human. So I think they'll bounce back. Uh, I think they'll bounce back this week. Um, you know, that, that's all. They just kind of ran into a jigsaw.
1: And I think so. And it kind of reminds me of of, uh, of uh, Cleveland a little bit. Um, I think the Cards came out firing pretty heavy right. offensively. To where the Rams are not—they're not that balanced yet offensively. They don't run the ball um, that much, so they have—you know—to where they have a balanced offense. But I feel like um, Stafford was put in a position where it was on his back to max points with the Cardinals instead of uh, sticking with the original game plan.
0: I, I agree with
1: that. So I think that's what happened.
0: I, I agree with that. I think
1: uh, they're still a really good team.
0: Oh definitely i think they i think he they just went they just went in a in a in a place where you you got a little bit of old stafford kind of crept in a little bit you know mm-hmm. being a little careless with the ball at times and things like that um you know um him you know cooper cup has been has been insane and uh that was a game where they were just um kind of out of sync and things like that like i said they'll 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 get back into into form i i'm I'm definitely confident in that. Just we just gotta, you know, roll with that for right now. But that was also that was a good game. That division is definitely um, a division to watch the, for the rest of the. Oh yeah. The, the season. I mean, we might be looking at. We might be looking at a squad. Well, <laughs> we have a, we all have a, a mutual friend named Eric, who's a diehard Forty fan. And I know he he's probably not looking at, it, but. We could possibly look at a at a at a four team uh division that's that will be in the playoffs, but it, it might be looking like three because they're getting I would more say injuries. three. It's still early. Injuries. It's still early. It is. It is. But it's so early. Forty uh, ers look like they're losing like two players every week. I mean, you know, I'm about to I'm about to see if I can put in my application and suit up. <laughs> 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 go ahead and play for them. You know? Um,
1: um uh, we gotta go here.
0: Yes. And yes Tristan, I'm going to address
1: something with you in a second. But, uh, Brandon, Chiefs-Eagles, man. Why, why why was that? A, I know why it was a close game, but I want to hear your thoughts.
2: It was a close game because Kansas City's defense is not what people think it is anymore. I mean, their defense line is still good with Frank Clark, and I think he missed a the game. They have Jerome Reed, and they move uh, Chris Jones over the defensive end. But outside um, outside Tyrone Matthew, their back seven is not really all that good. I don't like their corners. Um, like I said, outside Toronto Matthew, I don't like any of the other safeties. You don't like the linebackers. And I think when Kansas City plays against other teams with a more high octane offense, they are going to struggle big time. Um, they can put up the points, but teams are gonna be able to keep up with them with no problem at all.
1: Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. You um know. So, Tristan, you said something early offline, man. I, I, okay. So you said. <laughs> I want to I quote you correctly because I had hey, sure man, I was hey, hearing it. I stand on what I say, okay? All right. So you so you said you think Justin Herbert is going to be better than Patrick Mahomes see, when it's see, all said and done. See, here's the I, I, I say it right or wrong. I don't I don't know if I misquoted you, but something I listen. <laughs> I said. <laughs>
0: I said that if, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't clean up the way he plays this, this kind of arrogant, I'm just more talented than everybody thing that he does. I'm saying if he doesn't clean it up, looking at how Justin Herbert plays, he will be, he will be better than Patrick Mahomes, as far as accomplishments. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about talent. I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking about accomplishments. And this is, listen, Blue. okay. Blue is saying half a billion versus Herbert. Listen, I I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm not saying the talent. (laughs) And I know it's, I know, I understand that patrick mahomes mvp Super Bowl mvp might have been rookie of the year if he played his full rookie i get it vance i see vance was good i get it listen i understand i understand what y'all saying hear me out hear me out i've never been so wrong about a player coming out of college at the quarterback position because i I watch the quarterback position closely i've never been so wrong about a player the way i was wrong about justin herbert Justin Herbert is a whole lot better of a pro than he was as a college player. I honestly believe the way he plays right now, I thoroughly believe that Justin Herbert was held back when he was at Oregon. I thoroughly believe that they did not utilize him to the best of his abilities watching what he is. He's still young. He still has to learn. But when I put Kansas City's team... And the Chargers team side by side, hear me out, y'all, side by side. When you go for strength for strength on every position, every unit, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might give a slight edge to the offensive line to Kansas City. They might get a slight edge over. I, I the would have to do that. Exactly. Okay. You might be, so, you, so you got that. Running back position. Who's got the better running back position playing right now?
1: Eckler's Eckler's tougher than only because they run more. Now I, I'm agreeing with you. That okay, and then, have a better okay. roster. Okay, and then so and then I'm, I'm gonna keep going down. You look at the
0: wide receiver unit, not not individual players, the wide receiver unit.
2: Yes, unit. yes, definitely. What are looking at definitely. No, I no. Not including no. Kelsey. Do not include Kelsey. No, no, part no. of the unit. No, no, no. Tell no, no, I am you separating them? I, I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying.
0: specific wide receivers.
2: Ken, Ken, Kenan Allen and Mike Williams are way better than Tyreek Hill and Mikko Harmon. Mikko Thank Harmon you. is not developed as a number Thank two you. receiver.
0: And then, okay, and now, see what now I'm looking like. at. So now I'm looking we just at. just got there. But now I'm looking at the defensive side of the ball. Need I say more about that? On no. the defensive side of the ball for both of okay. you. So that's okay. what I'm saying. So Justin Herbert's in a better spot. Now, coaching, of course, we're going to go to Andy Reid, no question. But Justin Herbert seems to be in a better spot as far as what his team looks like, how it's built around him, and then Patrick Mahomes having to play hero ball all the time. So that's what I said. I'm not saying he's going to be better based on talent. I'm saying he might in the long run if Patrick Mahomes can't clean up some of this stuff because it's not all on the defense. Patrick Mahomes has made some reckless plays that he's been able to get away with before. He can't get away with it now. Justin Herbert has – has he's like a, a half-step. I'm not even going to say a whole step. He is probably like a half-step off of as far as talent of what Patrick Mahomes is. Patrick Mahomes has the bigger arm, but Justin Herbert's arm is no slouch. Justin right. Herbert is athletic as well, just like, right. just like Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert is a big boy. Justin Herbert can take the hits as well. He shows it. I honestly think that Justin Herbert might have a little better pocket presence then Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes makes his best work outside of the pocket. Justin Herbert. Watch the games. Justin Herbert can sit there and just throw all day. And take the, and he'll take the hits. He'll do what he has to do. I'm try, I know people are not going to agree. I understand it. It's still a short sample size. What I'm trying to tell you is if Patrick Mahomes can't clean it up, if he cannot clean it up, we might be looking at another Brett Favre scenario where it's like all this immense talent. But when he makes these mistakes... That's why Brett only got one Super Bowl. Yeah. We might be looking at that. Whereas Justin Herbert don't look like somebody that's really
1: gonna be reckless with the football. I think I, I now I do think now Kansas City's defense has has gotten worse. Right. Especially when you have a half a Bill uh in the quarterback. <clears throat> but uh and, and I, I can see I can see the Chargers winning the division a few times in Herbert's career. Um I guess we gotta I guess we gotta see what happens. It's <laughs> a so wait and see.
0: Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying this thing like it's etched in stone. I'm really not. And I see Van, Vance is like Vance is going in on me. I listen. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that it's etched in stone. I'm not and I'm not I'm not going away from um what what Patrick Mahomes has done. I'm not gonna say Patrick Mahomes is losing it. Cause because even Vance said it in the comments, he said that uh, the, the 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 backyard football that the hero ball that Patrick Mahomes plays won him a Super Bowl. We mm-hmm. could also say that the hero ball, it, 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 I mean, it kind of lost him because it it lost him one because when when the offensive line wasn't there, he did some miraculous things, but it still wasn't it wasn't enough.
1: So well, the I, defense lost. Him. Yeah, the, I think the defense lost. The him,
0: defense man. lost and the offensive line lost yeah. it, for sure. So I'm not yeah. saying that Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes is like. Is washed now. But you're just not going to keep doing what you're doing. And defenses are not going to catch up. And then your team is not evolving as well. It still hmm. looks the same as it did two years ago.
1: Okay. Tyreek okay. Hill.
0: Tyreek Hill for the deep pass. Uh, Travis Kelsey in the underneath. Losing Sammy Watkins was a bigger deal than they thought. Because Nicole Harmon is not doing what Sammy Watkins was doing. So these things all play a part. And that's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. So when I'm looking at this Chargers team... Everybody's clicking on all cylinders. Y'all watched the game last night. Everybody's clicking on all cylinders, defensively, offensively, and Justin Herbert is looking amazing. So, I, I'm, all I'm saying is, let's, okay. just, let's okay. just, you know, okay. God willing, God willing, this podcast will still be going strong years down the line, and I'll be able to say, I told you so. So, okay, okay,
1: that's, that's so, Okay. So, 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 while you're rolling, um, while you're hot, man, um, watch 10, man. Listen, man. What's the problem there? NFC East champions from last year. I mean, where do I start?
0: <laughs> <laughs> with with Washington. The defense, the offense is better than the defense right now in Washington. That's, you know, that is
1: that hasn't been the case in a long time.
0: Listen, and like, Vance is upset. I keep Vance on the plug. You know, <laughs> <laughs> listen, Vance. I, hey, listen, man. The offense is looking better than the defense right now, man. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to tell y'all this this. I I don't understand. I do understand. You drafted these guys in on the defensive line, okay? You drafted these guys on the defense, and what it looks like is that Jack Del Rio has basically been predicating the success of his defense through that defensive line. So everybody else is suffering because the defensive line is not getting home the way, they, the way they're supposed to. Chase Young is, you see the physical tools, but you can tell he has a lot to learn as a pass rusher. It, I was watching Joey Bosa last night, and I remember, Steve, we talked about this in the summer. Brandon as well, we all talked about it during the summer. And I was saying how the, the defensive coach at Ohio State said that Chase Young might be the best of the three between Nick, Joey, and himself. And, I'm, and yeah, yep, you made that face, Steve. You made that face. What I'm saying is I think the raw talent, is he might be, but he definitely doesn't have the technique that Joey Bosa has. Joey Bosa is a freak of nature and a technician. When I watched some of the moves he did last night at the line of scrimmage, some of the rips that he did, some of the swim moves, some of the chops, I mean, how he manipulates the space on those tackles. I mean, he he is he is a brilliant... T- I, I want Chase to go hang out with Joey for a little while and be like, hey, bro, show me some of this stuff. Like, it was brilliant watching him. And that is the part that Chase Young hasn't got yet. Chase, Chase Young was relying on his strength. He if he if he can't bull rush you, then he tries to outspeed you and try to bend. But that's all he has. He doesn't have any other. He doesn't have a strong spin move. He doesn't know how to do the rips. Those things I think will come in time. The problem is I don't think Jack Del Rio can develop him to be that person. That's my issue with Jack Del Rio.
1: And it's also not really Jack Del Rio's defense too. It's not.
0: It's not. And so you got. So you got that issue. You got Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen, which they do a little bit here and there, but they're not as consistent. And then you got Montez Sweat on the other side. The biggest Achilles' heel for the Washington defense are the linebackers. It's the linebackers, and that's the problem. It was a problem last year. It's the problem now. John Bostic has no business. Being a starting linebacker in today's league, people forget how long John Bostic has been in the NFL. John Bostic, John Bostic was drafted by the Bears and played for a number of years for the Bears, then played a little bit for the Steelers, and then he he's coming over now to Washington. People forget how long John Bostic's been in the league. And John Bostic was never known to be a cover linebacker. He was never known for speed. He, was always, he came as a, uh, I believe, from Florida. I believe John Bostic played for Florida. He he was a thumper. That, that was John Boston. And he still is a thumper. But we're in today's in today's um, in today's NFL, how how fast it is. He can't be that guy in the middle. What's, what's blowing me about Washington is that you have a head coach who played linebacker for Chicago. You have a defensive coordinator that played linebacker for the Raiders. And you guys drafted a linebacker in the first round that barely got PT. That's insane to me. And he's not, and it's not like he's an outside linebacker, he's a middle linebacker. He's got that green decal on the back of his helmet, which means he's supposed to know the plays, he's supposed to know the schemes. And the, the only reason that you have somebody that has those kind of physical tools on the sideline means that up here, it has not processed quickly enough.
1: That is a problem I- for I, I think and we spoke about it last week. It it's the scheme more so than than the personnel. Um because you can't you guys rushing you're rushing four against five. I, I, I get the linebacker personnel that could be better, yes. The secondary could be could be better, but Jack Novel is saying to the line. He's saying I'm rushing my four heavy hitters and you have a great defensive line. Great what? defensive line, my four against your five or six if you have a tight end in there. To be seven if you have a, uh, a running back in the backfield doing some pass blocking, and it's just not working. Because, man, you got, you have to send different schemes. You have to show different looks pre-snap. You know, you have to do some stunts. And Jack Del Rio is like, I'm my four better than your five, six, or seven. Jack Del Rio, I think he really believes that. <laughs> but I get that. I get that insane. But if they're not getting home,
0: the whole reason you rush them like that is for them to be able to get home. And they're not. When I watched the Chargers game, you there were times where – Justin Herbert probably had maybe like four or five seconds to throw the football. Josh Allen's jersey was clean. You know, the Buffalo Bills were all white. My man was clean out there. So if your line is not getting home, you got to make some kind of adjustments. I think there was one play. I, I'm, I'm, I want to say it was the Buffalo game. There was one play where he sent Kendall Fuller off the edge. And it caused a disruption on the plate we are going to have to do stuff like that until the until that line has a better job of getting home. That until that happens we we can't do nothing. The reason why the Rams were so successful years back, you know remember when they when they were bringing in everybody? is cuz you had Aaron Donald that knew how to get home from the middle. Then you had uh uh who was it? Uh I think it was Ogletree or somebody coming off the edge.
2: You, you know, okay, you, okay, you had Aaron Donald and and Sue. And Michael Brockers up the middle. All three guys were first round picks. Exactly. So you then mean, they had he then he they had Dante Fowler. Um, they got yeah. him eventually off the edge. Yes. Um, the linebackers were, I think, Ogletree, like you said, and I wonder, was Larry Niedrist there, or did he, or was he gone?
0: I think Larry Niedrist was there for like the latter part of it. Yeah, I think he was there for the latter part. Yeah. But 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 that's what I'm saying. You had guys. That knew how to get home from that front, so it made your secondary job easy. We're not in that position, so so. And 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 I want people to not be so hard on Washington's corners because outside of Kendall Fuller, them guys are, are uh, is a rookie and, and second year players outside of Kendall Fuller. It is a young corner, it is a young cornerback, uh, unit. And the safeties, I mean, Landon Collins, I thought we would have you know got rid of Landon Collins during the offseason. I, I was. I was certain, I was certain about that, and you
1: know, <laughs> clearly I'm wrong. Um,
0: but I was, I was, why, why doesn't
1: Jack Del Rio use him in the box, man? Like a Jamal Adams. Like listen, and I, Jack Del Rio doesn't know
0: how to adjust in his scheme. The, it's the same scheme in Jacksonville. That's when he had Henderson as his defensive tackle. I remember it. It's and Marcus scheme. Stroud. exactly when he was when he was in um when he was in Oakland. He had he had Khalil, he had Khalil in Oakland. And um, Bruce Irvin. Irvin.
2: Who? Yeah, Bruce. Bruce Irvin came over eventually because Bruce. Yeah, Sur- Bruce Irvin, thank you. I'm. I'm on Bruce Irvin Club Mac Band. Um, Band that 2017.
0: From Seattle. So. Yep. So you have these guys, and Jack Del Rio bases his defense on the fact that he has pass rushers that can get home. His pass rushers are not getting home, so everything else is getting exposed. And that's the issue that we're having. I can't really speak too much on offense because honestly, I'm I'm happy about Heineke. Heineke Heineke is doing what I expect him to do. I can't ask anything more. Heineke Heineke Vance is
1: going. he's playing well, man. He's playing Gibson's well. balling. I can't,
0: ask, I can't ask anything
1: more. Terry McLaurin, exactly. uh, Logan I can't Thomas. Ask anything yeah. More
0: of Heineke than what Heineke is doing. Quite honestly, yeah. I can't ask offense anything is more clicking, of man. So that's oh, what I'm saying. The offense so Vance is Like I mean, I know I know I sound crazy. But the offense looks better than the defense right now. Absolutely, people you, you, like, got to understand. What was the last time y'all saw Washington score thirty-four points? <laughs> and we had to, we had to score thirty-four points.
2: You know hey what Tristan, I mean? ahead, Tristan,
0: ahead,
2: there's one more thing um, I do blame um, in Washington staff is your defensive line coach because your defensive line coach should be able to teach um, those young defensive linemen different techniques and hand have, have stuff. Um, and footwork and everything, and so it's not just Jack Jack real. Whoever your defensive line coach is, um, needs to go as well, for sure, for sure.
0: And I, I'm not even going to so much say fire because it's still early in the season. We'll see how it looks, but yeah, If, if it doesn't improve, there's going to be at the, there's going to need to be some shakeups during this offseason.
1: For sure, for sure, man. Um... I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh well NFC AFC matchup Green Bay Pittsburgh. Um Aaron Rodgers, man, he's he's in his stride right now, man. He's in his stride. I think Batiari was he, he played in the last game. I think he was healthy, Did man. He play? You, he's back already. I think I think he is. I could be, I I thought I saw him out there. Um Pittsburgh, and know, I, I haven't heard anything from any any Pittsburgh fans, man. Uh one and three, man, they're arguing on the sidelines. Uh yeah. Yeah. It's time to move on from 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 Big Ben. Now, it's not Big Ben's fault. But the way the O-line's set up, um, they need somebody a little bit more mobile, man. They have a decent running back group. They have good receivers, even though Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool didn't play. Um, Pittsburgh has it, has it rough, man. That division that division's gotten better. Hey, man. You know, Juju ain't doing them little TikToks no more, man. He <laughs>
0: Juju out there looking <laughs> frustrated. Big, yeah. ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger is washed.
2: Yes. He was washed last year. He's
0: washed. Okay. It's, it's over. It, that's it. It's, <clears throat> it is mobility or? Everything. He can, he can still kind of throw, but he looks like one of them. You, you, you know, you've seen a great player be great. Great players are always going to have great moments, mm-hmm. even in the tail end. And I think what they're hanging on is the fact of Bench will show flashes of doing something. And it's like, oh, that's it. We're back. That's Big Ben. What happened in the... Perfect example. The Buffalo Bills game. Buffalo Bills game with Pittsburgh, right? Big Ben was horrendous for three quarters. Horrendous. And it wasn't until late in the fourth quarter that he got better. And... They're like every. The next day, I remember listening to uh, all these different sports channels, and they're like, "Oh, Big Ben! Big Ben still got plenty left in the tank." No, he don't. He was such a great player that he has a little juice, and he can give you a little juice every here and again just to kind of tickle your taste buds. But then yeah. after a while, you're going to still be thirsty
1: for more. Yeah, that, that's really yeah. Where, that's really where it's the, at. Well, the old line's old. Big Ben's old. It doesn't make for a good combination. It does. Receivers are make- young. Running backs are young. Defense is young. You're, um, but you're
0: actually doing a disservice to the receivers by not having an answer at quarterback right now. You're doing a disservice to your receivers. You're doing a disservice to Najee Harris because you're asking Najee Harris to do more than what he was supposed to do coming in as a rookie running back. He, you threw the ball 13 times to Najee. 13 times you threw the football. As a screen pass, what do you want him to do?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: sure, we could say, yeah, he's going to be a Le'Veon Bell, but he's not Le'Veon Bell yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. gotta, we we gotta give it some time, man. And, and I just, I feel, I feel for him. I feel for the team. <laughs> I feel for them. You know, for for Steeler Nation, they've been they've been fortunate to have success so long with Big Ben, but they gotta listen, man. You you gotta hang it up. Yeah, hanging out. Sometimes, hey, sometimes you got to move yeah. on. Yeah.
2: That 2004 NFL draft. L- yeah. hey, listen,
0: everybody retired. Hey. But ben is still hanging on, man. <laughs> <laughs> everybody gone. I mean, you know, it's, it's everybody time. Everybody gone, man. It's time. He, uh, somebody, he, I, don't documentary. It. I don't know if it was Brandon. I don't know if it was Houston. Somebody said it that when he got re signed, somebody said that was a big mistake. Somebody said it. I just can't remember who. But somebody said it was a big mistake when they
1: restructured and re signed it. Oh, kind of like uh, Matt Ryan <laughs> in Atlanta. Hey, man.
0: Don't trish give me trouble about Matt Ryan. About it. He's overrated, man. I don't want to trigger you, Tristan. <laughs> Matt Ryan overrated. Want <laughs> you. And I keep trying to tell y'all. He overrated. He benefited um, so much from having all those teams
1: before. Mm. Um. Right, last topic, man uh, Baltimore, Denver, man. Baltimore. Win wise, man. Probably, it might be the most consistent looking team right now, in my opinion. Them in Buffalo in the AFC. Mm. I don't know. They've been winning, and they they really they really should be foreign or could be. Well, I can't say should be because they did get the kick against Detroit, but then they had a tough break against uh, the Raiders. But uh, is Buffalo? I'm sorry. Is, is Baltimore? Are they gonna? Are they gonna? make it to at least the second round of playoffs, man, and will never make the playoffs. Oh, go ahead, Brandon. You go ahead you chime me first.
2: Okay, so remember how we were just talking about um how Sammy Watkins was a bit was a bigger loss than people thought um coming out of Kansas City? He might be a bigger addition in Baltimore. And it's not just gonna be him. Um they have two rookies that's gonna be activated I think this week or were they activated this past week. What or the other but this team is now about to be five wide receivers deep. Um, which means more passing for Lamar Jackson, more wide open for Lamar Jackson. So they're going to be able to um, put more packages on the football field. Um, we, like, we've played four games. I think by mid to late November, we're going to see a different Baltimore offense than we see in the first four weeks just because of what, we, what we're going to see, probably more stuff so from the wide receivers. Than we've seen ever in the past, because it's been because this has been mostly a running back, tight end heavy offense. But now with receivers, I think it's gonna be way more wide open.
0: I think I think we gotta watch the watch their their offensive line. The wave of getting hurt. I mean, that could be a good thing for them. I don't know, but
1: um, <laughs> he's
2: um, terrible. <laughs> terrible against
0: the
1: Raiders, man. I think mean, uh, he, he gave you know, Crosby a Pro Bowl yeah. nod with his performance.
0: I gotta see what that looks like, and then uh, you know see how their defense holds up. What scares me about the Ravens and the why I can't put them over Buffalo? Buffalo done hung forty burgers twice this season already, yo. I, I, let's let's be clear, like Buffalo done hung forty twice on folks, okay, and. I think they're just going to get better as they're going. I think I think um, the hype of Buffalo maybe got to them in the first couple of weeks, so they just seemed a little shaky. But I think they're getting their stride now. What scares me with the Ravens is that I watched the Lions game, and they really should have lost. I understand that, like all like all positions on a football field count, you know, from special teams, punters, kickers, all that. And you 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 know, Ravens got the best kicker of all time. I get that. But if you didn't, you'd have gave the Lions their first win of the season. Like, that's, that's you know what I'm saying? And you have Lamar Jackson as your QB. You got, you know, yeah, you lost Marcus Peters and such, but, you know, your defense is still pretty solid. For that to happen, the way they play,
1: it just, hmm. I, No, I got you. I, I think I have a unique take on the Lions, and I said it to you guys. Um... Uh, they're going to play hard, man, every week. They want to play for Dan Campbell. You know what I'm saying? Like They do. They do. They, they may lose every game uh, that they lose. Not saying every game of the season. They may lose every game that they lose by like 10, could be 14, 17. They're going to play you hard, man. Like, they dude, are. You're going to play hard to beat that team. Yeah. You know, so. I agree. I, yeah. I agree with that. I just – it just makes me
0: nervous, man. I just – I don't know. this. I don't feel as confident in the Ravens unit um as I did and yeah yeah I see you, blue you know he was saying how Hollywood was dropping wide open touchdowns which which is understood Bateman is is definitely going to be a great addition when he when he comes um comes off injury um in that wide receiver so I mean it's, I guess it's a wait and see approach one thing about this season because they have the we have the extra week in the season you you we're looking at week four and we're like eh, it's still early. If this was like last season, where it was another 16 games, I think we would be like, uh, because now you're, you know, a quarter of a season is already gone. But I think now we could still be like, eh, it's still early. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. But I, um, I don't know, man. And then then Denver lost Teddy Bridgewater in that game for a concussion, and Drew Locke was in there. So, like, the Ravens won, but who's to say how that would have been if Teddy had played the whole game? You know what I'm saying? Because he's been, been good. balling. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, I'm 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 looking at all that in and from that aspect, you know, but we'll see, we'll see how it we'll see how it looks. You know what I'm saying? I I, I hope the Ravens are successful because clearly Washington ain't going to do nothing. So I need to cheer for somebody <laughs> when playoffs come along. So you know, <laughs> come on Ravens.
1: Got you, man. Got you. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's hard. You know, that's hard take, man. You know, I mean,
0: that's yep. Well, I know exactly like like we always say we're we're just fans we're just fans we're, just fan. know, what do we know but uh we appreciate uh everybody that's been on for the first show um it's definitely definitely not the last we're gonna be on uh every tuesday um this is around this time you know 8 9 o'clock we'll be on um again follow us on all of our social medias follow us on Um, Instagram, follow us on the Facebook page here. Make sure you like the page. Share the page. Um, We're definitely going to have this up on uh, YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So follow our YouTube channel. Uh, We'll definitely have the podcast up. We're available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio Podcasts, wherever you're listening to podcasts, on your way to work, on your way home, whatever have you. You can find us just just search uh, just a fan podcast, and we'll be right there, man. Like I said, every week. If you got um, if you have any takes, um, yes, our Holmes, we will be on YouTube. So just search uh, our YouTube channel is up. We'll have this episode up probably uh, probably by the midday tomorrow. So just search just a fan podcast on YouTube. You'll find a child. To subscribe to our channel. Um, if you guys have any thoughts or ideas of what you want to um, what you want us to talk about. Um, maybe your favorite team your players like i said every week we're going to go over uh each week of the nfl season uh please feel free to you know shoot us a message on either of the social Mm -hmm. media sites or uh shoot us an email at just a fan podcast three at gmail.com um and you'll you guys will get all these credentials um through our social media sites so you'll you'll see how you'll be able to reach us and we'll definitely um bring your opinions to the floor but uh Gentlemen, definitely have fun. This was the first show. Definitely had a good time about it. Um, yeah, I'm excited yeah. for the rest of the season on yeah. how this shakes out. Um, I'm definitely probably going to hope that Washington doesn't make me so upset as they did with this, uh, with this past <laughs> Sunday. But we're going to see how this goes. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season with you guys.
1: Good stuff. Likewise, man. Oh, we also have some uh, some pretty cool guests on uh, this season oh, as for sure. well. Yep. Um, including friends if you wanna, you know, be on the show and, and give a take. Um, let us know. Like uh, we'll Vance, our friends on fans, here.
0: Fans real, real upset. You
1: know, Eric I wants know. to get on here. I may even get that uh that Eagles fan we all know uh on here <laughs> to talk a little bit. That should be entertaining.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, if you want to be on the show,
1: man, just uh reach out to us, man, and we'll we'll work it out. For sure, for sure. Uh anything you gotta say to the people, Brandon, before we log out of here?
2: Man, I'm ready for next week already.
0: <laughs> yeah, I d- I definitely think that's safe to say I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for next Tuesday already. So with that all being said, like I said, man, we're you know we're not super experts on this, we're just fans, but we appreciate y'all for chiming in with us anyway. We'll see you guys next week. So we'll holler at y'all. All right, peace. Peace, you guys. Talk to y'all.